Hello, my name is Sarah, and you're listening to the Sarah Sloan Show. I hope you guys are having a great day. I'm joined here with my father, and we're going to just be discussing some of the news, some of what's going on. Um, okay, so this is a story that like just happened. Um, we are recording on a Tuesday, and this will be released on a Wednesday, so that might be when you're listening to it, but um, the Israeli military, they, uh, they confirmed that there were airstrikes with Hamas in a compound in Gaza. So, you know, there's always that huge uh, Palestine-Israel fight going on, and this is just a specific attack. And I just found it to be fascinating. Um, obviously, it's terrible that there's violence uh, from what I've understood so far, there's no deaths. Uh, so that that's good at least. But the first thing that I read about it, where I heard about it was a CNN headline, you know, just a notification that I got on my mm. phone. So headline, Israel military, or sorry, Israeli <laughs> military launches airstrikes in Gaza in response to incendiary balloons launched from the coastal enclave. So what does that make me think? That makes me think, oh, wow, that's pretty messed up that Israel is just launching strikes because there were just some balloons maybe going into their land. Like, that's really messed up that they would just be that violent. Kind of overkill. Um, Yes, that's what it seems like. And I know that if I thought that way, just for a second I thought that way, of course, then I shifted into my my mode that I've had to force myself to be in where I doubt everything they say because I have to now. Um, If I thought that way, everybody's thinking that way. And they're thinking worse than me. They're thinking Mm. evil, Israel, evil. We hate them. So that's, that's the way they've reported the story. I've continued to refresh it in this last hour. It's a very, very new story. And so the uh, yeah, CNN, the Israeli military struck targets in Gaza overnight Wednesday. The Israel Defense Forces, IDF, said in a statement citing incendiary balloons launched from Gaza earlier in the day. Um, according to reports in Israel media, incendiary balloons launched from Gaza sparked multiple fires in so- southern Israel. Okay, well mm. then, oh, so a balloon sparked a fire. Arson, kind of. Huh, interesting. So then we kind of wonder what's going on there. Um, The WAFA, the official Palestine news agency, also reported airstrikes in Khan Yunus and said material damage occurred. The news agency also reported on another site uh, south of Gaza City being targeted and said there were no casualties from both incidents. Okay, so no casualties. Good. Um, Huh, so I read the headline. Incendiary balloons, okay, and then they cause airstrikes. Wow, but then, well, I, I've also looked at some other, you know, BBC news. Israel strikes in Gaza after arson balloons launched. Okay, so that's a different headline. Mm-hmm. You know, it that's a bit better. And then they're saying explosives, uh, sorry, explosions were heard in Gaza City in the early hours of Wednesday. Uh, of Wednesday. Several balloons were sent from Gaza into Israel earlier on Tuesday, which caused multiple fires. Um, okay, what are, what's up with these balloons? <laughs> and no one's saying it. Just several balloons were sent in, and they caused fire. Oh, uh, I guess maybe there's some, like, gas in, in the balloons that mm. just, like, maybe it's, it's got, like, too much helium, and the helium starts to fire. I, 
I, I don't know. But then Israel just like launches this attack and, you know, they had just been fighting a month ago and now they're, they're starting it up again. That's so messed up. Um, okay. Well, oh, let's try this. Let's see how this goes. This is a Twitter. Okay. They're playing military drones. Israel military drones. Okay, I don't know what the point of that clip was. Uh, <laughs> I thought that that was going to like show Israel doing something awful. It's just literally mm. a drone. Okay, mm. <laughs> whatever. And okay, now now I'm finally seeing some incendiary balloons are a, are a weapon commonly used by Palestinian mili uh, militant groups. What's up with these balloons? And okay, then CNBC. Um, what what is their headline? Thing ad blockers. That's usually the case. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been something similar. I can. Oh, Israel Gaza violence erupts for the first time since end of last month's fighting. You know, wow, Israel. Mm. It's almost like a brother and sister. You started a fight after a month of you guys fighting. You just had to start a fight up. Okay, good job. So, of course, who do you think I went to to actually get the real news? Newsmax, Fox. No, no, no. The the Epoch Times, but oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yep. obviously I love Newsmax as well. Mm -hmm. So Israeli military confirms airstrikes on Hamas compounds in Gaza. Obviously, way different headline right there. And then I get, I finally get what I want to know. What are these balloons? <laughs> and I know I'm being annoying, um, but it wasn't a birthday party, was it? No, it wasn't. So. The, Israel, er, the Israeli Fire Brigade reported that at least 20 fires were sparked by the explosive-laden arson balloons. Mm -hmm. So these aren't just balloons. These are explosive-laden arson balloons. They cause explosions and fires in mm -hmm. your land. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe if, I, if I'm looking up, just like standing outside of my house and just, you know, a balloons come. Oh, wonderful. Oh, and then they start causing fires and, and yeah, they're laden with explosives. Okay, well, I'm going to feel a little bit differently about those. And how is that going to make me feel? Mm. Should mm. I do something about that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's just fun. Just explosives for fun. Um, why, why am I saying all this? Why am I doing all this? Because I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of the way that the media treats Mm. The Israels, uh, the Israelites. It's disgusting. And from what I'm understanding, the reason that they did this, why they sent these explosives, was because the um, the Israelites were going to celebrate. Uh, they were going to do a march that they always do. It's an annual Jerusalem Day festivities, and it's uh, for the unification, reunification of Jerusalem and Israel's control over the old city in East Jerusalem in the aftermath of the Six Day War in June. 1967 the crazy war where if you just watch a video about it it's amazing how they were able to win um so no you you cannot celebrate the fact that you won that war and if you do we're gonna send explosives your way but they'll just be called incendiary balloons that's what we'll call explosive balloons mm. and if you even reciprocate you know you you fire back at us you're going to be the problem. And, and that's just, that. so we're going to see it. This is going to be all in the news. Everybody's going to talk about how messed up Israel is. Mm -hmm. it, it's weird. It's really annoying. I don't think the word incendiary is all that clear. It isn't. I don't even know what that mm -hmm. means. I really don't. Mm -hmm. you, you know, 
I think people might have, well, people that are pretty well educated have some idea, but it doesn't clearly say that they're explosive or arson causing. You know, yeah. that, that really is the full definition, the, the fact that there's explosives and that they cause fires in a land that tends toward dryness and therefore arson is a kind of a big deal. Good point. I didn't think about that. And, and you know, all this fighting that happened a month ago, like, let's talk about that too. Um, there were 4,000 rockets that were fired from the Gaza Strip toward Israel. What are, what are we going to call that now? Just fun rockets. Fun rockets that were fired into your land. 4,000. Kind of like and fireworks? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just fire. It's just, it's just fun. It's just fun little rockets being launched. And apparently the, the Iron Dome, which is... If you don't know anything about Israel's army, they are amazing. But they were able to block about 90% of the rockets mm. that were sent over. So that's a ton that they were able to block and only 12 people died in israel mm. so like that that is absolutely amazing to think about that Four thousand rockets sent over like imagine north korea sends over four thousand rockets over to us mm. how many would we be able to block we would not be able to block that many i promise you mm. we could probably block some but not many and um so about two 230 people were killed in gaza which god rest our souls never mm. happy to hear that mm. um but it could have been so much worse. And get this, about 600 of the rockets that were sent over misfired and they mm. fell inside of Gaza. Mm. So most likely, maybe 230 of these deaths were caused by Hamas, mm. Mm. The, the terrorist organization of the Palestines. So not every Palestinian is a part of Hamas. Right. Very few are. But um, Hamas is against Israel. And for some reason, the media wants to portray Hamas as something good. I don't know. It, it never makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very much so. So just to give some context of the, the fighting that was going on last month. Mm. And, and what restarted it. it definitely, definitely. Mm. So, um, yeah, you're going to hear a lot about this, but at least you're going to know, you know, some more information. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Yeah, there's been some good stuff that's been happening, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just quickly to touch on this, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he signed a bill that required a minute of silence in all public schools. Mm. The minute of silence, you know, I think that's powerful, just being able to get a second. If you're not a Christian, just be quiet for a minute, you know. Um, but if you are, to just give the your day to God, just to connect with him, just in a minute. Mm. Or just to think about, we never have silence in this world anymore. You know, and we, I think it's so good to just sometimes get a minute of silence. I had about five minutes in my closet this morning just of silence. Mm. And I was like, I need to do this more often. What's wrong with me? I, there's always just music, podcast, always something that I'm playing. And, I, you know, I think I got to get away from that a little bit more. Mm. Um, I grew up with uh, in the public schools uh, having a moment of silence. They would call it not a minute, but a moment. And, yeah, I remember that um, most people it seemed like they didn't necessarily know what to do. But, you know, it, it was uh, it was kind of a, a neat way to start the day uh, with, you know, along with the Pledge of Allegiance to have that moment of silence. Yeah. And so I had it as well. And 
um, you know, part of my job, I visit schools and from, we are, we are in Texas. We're in a very, you know, uh, Republican area and they have a moment of silence. Mm -hmm. Uh, one school, it felt like it was like two minutes straight, which is forever. Um, but yeah, but a lot of time to pray if you need it. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, yeah. So, so far I see that it's happening there, but if I had to guess, I doubt some other states are doing it Mm. but it looks like it was being fought you know that's why they had to do this bill in the first place kind of mandating it um and it's not mandating the student to do anything they can seriously just stand there and be quiet if they want Mm -hmm. uh they don't have to think anything no one's forcing them but if you want to pray you certainly can and imagine Mm -hmm. how much better the school would be if every student was praying during that minute just one Mm -hmm. minute the you know the difference that that would make Mm -hmm. in the school you know, I guess really what preceded the moment of silence was actual prayer being led by teachers. And of course, when the Supreme Court struck that down, <clears throat> this was kind of the response was to have a minute or moment of silence. And um, yeah, because obviously they couldn't fill it with anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think it was thought to be at least some possibility for those that would desire to pray, they could. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'm encouraged by it. I, mm-hmm. I love that guy, Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. God bless him, seriously. Um, okay, so now this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and finally I found just like a very convenient clip to talk about it. Done none other by Sky News Australia. Mm-hmm. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Okay, so let's play it, and then we'll discuss. In the outback. Yeah. Candace Owens is not buying Chrissy Teigen's apology. Teigen has issued another grovelling apology to the public after receiving heavy backlash over her old tweets. She was first called out for cyberbullying Courtney Stodden when the reality star was just a teenager. Stodden said she was attacked by the model and received multiple hateful and abusive tweets. It was then revealed she had bullied more Hollywood stars, which include Mariah Carey, Lindsay Lohan and Sarah Palin. And today, fashion designer Michael Costello even came forward with very disturbing allegations against the 35-year-old. Tegan's apology today was much more in-depth than the last. She's insisting she's a changed woman who's become more empathetic since her social media trolling days. In a lengthy essay, she says, Not a day, not a single moment has passed where I haven't felt the crushing weight of regret for the things I've said in the past. She continued, As you know, a bunch of my old awful, awful, awful tweets resurfaced. I'm truly ashamed of them. Candace Owens has been on a mission, making sure the world doesn't forget Tegan's bullying ways. She She's been slamming the model on Twitter, arguing Tegan is still a sociopathic narcissist. She wrote, The problem with hashtag Chrissy Tegan's diatribe is that she's apologising for who she was a long time ago. Let's be clear, Chrissy spent the last six years online harassing conservative women who did nothing to her. She also argued the apology today was a carefully crafted Hollywood PR stunt. And yeah, so, okay. Do you know who Chrissy Tegan is? Yes. Okay. I, just in case you don't, anyone who's listening, um, she's married to John Legend, and so they're this really famous celebrity couple. John Legend is a singer. Um, He's a legend in his own oh, mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, she's very famous, Chrissy Teigen. And 
Um, she is always known for being very combat- combative on Twitter, but of course you don't get to hear about her direct messages to people. Mm. And you know, that's the one-on-one messages. That's not the ones that are in the public that are going out everywhere. Although even the ones in the public, a lot of those messages can be pretty ugly as well. So, um, basically she has had a lot of deals with companies. Like I think Target was selling some of her stuff and that is being taken away, but she, she said, yeah, some of them have been released and she said some really, you know, bad stuff, like just like go kill yourself, all this kind of stuff, just like really nasty words. And the thing is, yeah, the thing that makes it so interesting, Candace Owens, she is, she is being very much on the offense. Typically conservatives, they're just like, forgive her. Let's not cancel her. You know, we're above that. We shouldn't do that. Mm, mm-hmm. And, and you know, that feels very Christian, I feel like. And it seems like, you know, grace and and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And But then you kind of wonder, is it enabling them? Because the behavior never seems to stop. And it, it's coming as a direct attack to you. So then you're like, okay, well, do I just continue to turn the cheek, turn the cheek, turn the cheek? And Jesus even says that, yeah, yeah, you just continue to turn the cheek. If they ask you to go one mile, you go the, the an additional mile. And then, but there's a point, when do you, when do you get to stand up for yourself? And when do you start attacking? Mm-hmm. And you also saw Jesus and he would attack the Pharisees, you know, it, not physical altercations, uh, verbal, just saying like, you are evil, you are, you know, you're mm-hmm. wicked. And, Wo- woe is, woe to you. Yes, yes. And so that that's, it's kind of tough because basically, yeah, Candace Owens is very much like, you need to know that she is this way. Um, okay, so this was uh, another tweet from Candace Owens. FYI, someone on Chrissy Teigen's team is deleting negative comments under her Instagram account for to create the illusion that the world is forgiving her. This is little more than a carefully crafted Hollywood PR stunt. She's still a malignant sociopathic narcissist. Mm. And then the other guy that they mentioned in the video that said that Chrissy Teigen had, you know, made him look bad. Basically what happened with him was she said that he was a racist and she photoshopped these messages where he was using the N word, but it was all made up. He never did that. Mm. And it really messed with his career. He wasn't able to go as far as he could have. And he says that he attributes that to her. Mm-hmm. because she claimed that he was using the n-word when he wasn't and she made it all up and you can't that that is one of the worst crimes nowadays mm-hmm. you you're saying the n-word is like oh wow you know in my opinion rape is a lot worse but mm-hmm. for some reason the n-word is somehow worse than that but whatever mm-hmm. um so what do you think is the right choice what do you mm-hmm. think is the best way should we just say forgive chrissy teigen and just let her go or should do you think the candace owens approach is right to where you know we need to hey you need to know that she's doing this hey we need to remember this yeah let's get her canceled Mm. what do you think is the right approach you know i think um especially because it seems like it's very recent i think i'd probably agree with the candace owens approach you know if some time had passed and there was evidence that she just wasn't doing that anymore. That might be another story and certainly would be context for even describing, you know, the way she is. But if, you know, if it really does seem like it's lacking in sincerity and that it is just for PR, you know, we've all heard these apologies about 
that's not who I am. And, um, you know, when it's been who they were all their life and, uh, you know, I think, I, I don't think she should get off that easy to just be able to spout something like that and ignore all of her victims. You know, it'd be like Bill Cosby, you know, describing how he had changed and how he wasn't like that. No, there's, um, there's been a pattern there over a period of time and, and consequences are needed. And I think in her case, it seems like, and obviously nothing to the level of Cosby in terms of physical assaults, um, but nonetheless, for what she has done, uh, verbal assaults and almost uh, verbal character assassinations. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely get that, you know, and there there's kind of a new aspect of forgiveness that I'm learning, uh, that I've been learning in the past year of just, yeah, you can forgive someone, but it doesn't mean you have to trust them again. Mm. It doesn't mean you're nasty to them. You still treat them with love and respect, but it never means that you have to incorporate them in your life the way that you had before. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I... Yeah, with this kind of approach, she seriously, she had been doing this for six years, and there's a lot of stories that aren't being told. It's just like more and more people are now telling stories. But, you know, I think it'll be just like the Bill Cosby incident where there were more and more women telling of mm-hmm. their incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, this is not like a real comparison to that. That was mm-hmm. awful. Right. Um, although this is awful as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, imagine someone as powerful as Chrissy Teigen just telling you, go kill yourself. Yeah. And I- just like continually... Mm-hmm. DMing you and saying negative things to you. And nobody's talking about her going to jail. No. Like Bill Cosby. So obviously the consequence is not going to be the same either. But it's just to be willing to see her for who she is and not let her get off with pretending she's somebody else. Or or that she's changed without evidence thereof. Definitely. Yeah, because if she's changed, then okay, then show Mm -hmm. us. Just change. Stop Mm -hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it'd be, yeah, for me to try to use a comparison. Yeah. It'd be like Jesus just saying, no, I'm believing that the Pharisees are good people. Mm-hmm. Let's just believe I forgive them for what they did and we're never going to speak of it. No, he went up to them mm-hmm. and said exactly mm-hmm. what he said to their face. He made them so angry that they, they got him killed mm-hmm. when he, he did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. That's how angry they were at him because of what he said to them. So Jesus was not this all, give me a hug, give me a kiss, I forgive you, go ahead, slap me again in the face, I forgive you. It, that, that wasn't all of what Jesus was. Mm. So, yeah, because basically this um, other kind of conservative lady, Nicole Arbor, she's a comedian, a f- dancer, she, she's an interesting uh, lady. Her and Candace Owens have been pretty good friends. And then she asked to be on Candace Owens' show. And then, yeah, she was on, and she was basically just saying, like, you you are just as bad as Chrissy Teigen for what you're doing, and that you're using her same tactics, and you're going to cause people to commit suicide, and your fans are attacking Chrissy Teigen. Um, yeah. She said that to Candace Owens? Yep. And basically, uh. it got so ugly mm. to where they had to take her off the show. And uh, they didn't release the rest of it. They released only like a small part of that, but mm. they didn't release the rest. And um, but yeah, they, I looked, they're not following each other on Instagram anymore. Mm. You know, I, it got pretty ugly. So, um, but yeah, what Nicole was saying was, we're not bullies. We don't use their tactics. They're bullies. Mm. She's like, I forgive people, you know? And so that's what she was saying. But 
and I get that. Like I, that resonates with me, but we've been forgiving. Mm. And that's the thing. We've been such pushovers that we'd be, we've actually become enablers mm -hmm. that now they know they can do whatever the heck they want to us. And we're never going to do anything about it. How is that a good thing? Sometimes you got to stand up and punch the bully. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to stand up for yourself. I agree. And, you know, just the fact that even when we forgive, that doesn't mean that we don't tell the truth. That doesn't mean that we don't um, bring things to the light. And it doesn't mean that there aren't consequences for actions that have been committed. And, you know, just as any of us, if, if we've done things wrong in the past, there may very well be consequences. In many cases, there will be. And that's not to say that we ignore or forget, uh, you know, things that evil that's been done. So, you know, obviously we don't walk around with hatred and animosity in our hearts. Uh, I think that's a key. Oh, for sure. Um, but, you know, we, we recognize people for who they are and what their pattern and history has been. And it certainly doesn't, you know, lead us then to trust them as we would have otherwise. Yeah, and that's that'd be silly too. Mm -hmm. It'd be it would be foolishness too. Mm -hmm. You have to treat them differently after that. But yeah, if you don't forgive, you will you're gonna hold on to it while you let them go free. Mm. You'll be bitter and they'll be fine. So forgiveness is always yes, that's always a thing. Um, but that, yeah, that doesn't mean you don't speak truth about it and you, and you don't confront it. Mm. And yeah, I think that we've just done the same to where conservatives, let's just take a back seat and let's let all this evil, uh, be built upon and built upon and built upon and to where it's become a monster that is just so large and ominous. The truth with many of these people like Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen <laughs> is that they wouldn't even get to this point of apologizing, backtracking, whatever, if they weren't confronted. So true. They, she just would have continued in so her ways. True. The only reason she's doing any of this is because her reputation is being threatened and she doesn't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. So that has brought out some kind of a response. Only time and only time will tell and only God will know if there's sincerity there. Yeah. But uh, to not bring it to the light and to not, you know, force her in a sense to deal with it, there's no benefit or virtue in that. Definitely. Yeah, I think that this really could uh, cause a divergence. Like for me, I've actually been really like dwelling on it and trying to decide kind of what's best. And um, yeah, it's hard for me. But, yeah, I, I think that we really do need to be a bit more on the offense than we have been. We've been so weak. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so I, I cheer on Candace, and I'm on mm -hmm. Candace's side, mm -hmm. you know. And obviously, like, I'm still following Nicole Arbor. I, I still think that, you know, she has good stuff to say. So I don't think poorly of her, but I also think she went too far on what she said to Candace. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she just, like, burned a bridge completely. And it, it was like, yeah, you go on her show just to try to make her look bad, like, Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of pettiness there, too. It would have been so much better um, if there was a friendship and trust there in particular that 
you know, they could have communicated in advance. If you have an axe to grind, you know, just approach that. Start to deal with it outside of the show. Mm -hmm. You know, don't that's surprise not the only, her. That's not the only place you get you guys can communicate. You, <laughs> exactly. You know, there's actually like other there's time in the day, and I know that they're probably very busy. But like seriously, mm -hmm. you could have resolved that and kept the friendship. Yeah. So, you it, know, nice going. It makes me think. You know, maybe she. I don't know. Sometimes when people do that, they're just seeking fame in the spotlight for a moment by pulling a stunt like that. And I think that that kind of was part of it, mm. which is, is really stupid. It's basically saying our relationship isn't worth much. Yeah. Because uh, yep. I'm willing, if I can get some benefit off of you and your show and make you look bad uh, and lose our friendship, okay, it's worth it. Yeah. And that that doesn't sound very virtuous for someone who's trying to claim to be such. Exactly. That's the funny part. You look mm -hmm. at how the behavior leads, like where the behavior leads. Follow where Candace's behavior is leading and follow where Nicole's behavior is leading. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I'm watching some videos. I, I think Nicole, one of her things was that she got in like a major accident. Her body was like completely destroyed and she prayed to God, God, if you let me live, I will go you know make my life for you it's so like obviously she's been a conservative and so that's good but you know i was just i i saw a video on her instagram the other day she was doing some twerking mm. in like her underwear just like shaking her booty all of that kind of stuff and um you know obviously she totally has a right to do it but you just see where where she's doing that kind of stuff you never see that on candace's page mm. candace is mm. modest candace is classy candace is uh she treats men with respect she yeah, she just honors everybody she speaks to. And so I, I'm just seeing where these paths are leading. Mm -hmm. And fruit. I, yeah, the fruit. Yep. And I'm preferring Candace's path. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, let's, let's end with this. It's a, a message for Trump because um, he had a 75th birthday. Mm -hmm. It was Donald Trump's 75th birthday yesterday. Trump celebrated the day with family and friends. Despite being banned from Twitter, the 45th president was trending on there as his supporters inundated the social media platform with tweets. By midday, over 38,500 tweets had been sent, wishing the former president a happy birthday. And the haters would have you believe that this bloke had zero supporters. Give us a break. Coincidentally, Trump's birthday coincided with National Flag Day, which celebrates America's flag. I couldn't think of a more fitting day for Trump's birthday to land on one of the most patriotic presidents Americans ever had. And we've not seen the last of him yet. He's being vindicated as the months go on. Fauci was just the latest. Remember, so hated was Trump that he received over 74 million votes in last year's presidential election, giving him the most votes of any sitting president in history. Let's hope he has another go in 2024. The world needs more Trumps and fewer Bidens. Sky News Australia. Do you understand why I love them? Do you understand? <laughs> they got things pretty clear. Oh, my gosh. I was going to think they got things clear on China because China's pretty close and pretty menacing for them. And that's helped them get things clearer on a lot of other things as a result. Oh, for sure. Yeah, to say... What they said, uh, you know, and, and I continue to play clips on this show. Mm. They are so pro-Trump. And that, 
you know, no one would ever think that in the United States. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, do you think Australia likes Trump or hates Trump? Hates Trump. Hates Trump. Everybody does. Yeah. But That's surprise, what surprise, <laughs> surprise. Not everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm glad to see it. Um, I, I think, for example, recent Kamala's trip to Guatemala, I think they like Trump. They like Trump. And they didn't like her. You know, it's like the parent, you know, um, the parent that disciplines more, the child ends ends up loving. Mm. Makes no sense. You would Mm. think it'd be the opposite. Trump is like that disciplining parent. (laughs) He's like, nope, you're not crossing our border. Nope, you stay in your country. And then Kamala Harris is like, yes, come in, come in. And then magically she's like, do not come, do not come. (laughs) And they're like, get out of here. We can't stand you. Arriba. Um, So, yeah, so Trump is that disciplining parent. He's following the word. And he's respected and loved. <laughs> yep, he is. Oh, great guy. Um, okay, so let's see. Acts 7, 59 to 60. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought this was, you know, really powerful, just in that sense of like, you know, forgiveness and um so the context obviously is stephen and the the new church had been built stephen he served food right it wasn't that his function in the church i I think he was one of the deacons um when they i forget what chapter of early chapter of acts where they were they were lacking in those to help serve i guess and some of the of Grecians were being neglected, so they had to select deacons. Uh, but he became um, a very spiritual leader, and uh, God was using him in mighty ways to speak. And, of course, his speech leading up to that martyrdom was extremely powerful in Acts chapter 7. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he explains like a lot of the, the history and everything while they are like getting ready to stone him, mm. he's doing mm. that. Mm. You know, imagine the courage that that takes. Mm. A lot of people, you know, even that love the Lord would just be like, okay, I'm just going to be silent for a moment just so maybe they don't stone me. No, mm. he continues just proclaiming it. And then um, they they get so angry, they take him out of the city and they just all begin to throw rocks at him, mm. which, yeah, I, I saw uh, in a movie we had to watch in school, I saw them stoning it was a stoning scene in a in a movie and it it just finally that's like what i needed to finally understand how disgusting stoning is Mm. it is disgusting Mm. i i think it's one of the grossest things and i think people don't understand that but just like the act of just like throwing a rock at someone and more people doing it Mm. to kill you like Mm. i i just don't think we understand how disgusting that is while they were doing that he said receive my spirit lord jesus and do not hold this sin against them. Mm. That's so powerful. So yeah, at the end of the day, he, he was about to die and he was still just like, forgiveness, I forgive you. And then he just dies, you know? And yeah, he, he's a, probably a celebrity in heaven, <laughs> as he should be. You know, and then there's a young man named Saul. Yeah. Who's there watching their robes as they had to take him off. They didn't want to get too bloody. And... uh you know, you think sometimes things look hopeless and that there's no impact, <clears throat> that everything's for evil, and all, you know they're wiping out the righteous, and there's nobody that's going to be left. And God is working. 
-hmm. in the midst of those seemingly hopeless situations to raise up someone who would be, I guess, what do they say, author two-thirds of New Testament and was used so powerfully to plant churches and spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. So out of this seemingly hopeless situation, God was planting the seeds um, where they talk about the deaths of the martyrs or the seeds of the church. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so there was a seed being planted and part of it was the way he died. And that had an impact on this young man. And of course, Paul had to have his big old encounter with the Lord, but uh, he never forgot what he saw there with Stephen. Beautiful. It really, really is. That's how we all should be. Um, yeah, Lord, help us to be like Stephen. All right, well, we're going to end it there. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tell your friends about us, if you have any. Ha ha ha. Goodbye. <laughs>